journey to peace today. Create your peace. Live it, wear it, be it. If you don't have peace, get you some. You know it's peace, it's the remedy. All this good energy. Peace Squad, and welcome to the Peace and Serenity podcast inside the Peace and Serenity Lounge on Nick's Talk Radio. I am your host and virtual peace influencer, Serena Linnell, and I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. This is the place where it's all about finding, creating, maintaining, and protecting your peace. Here on the Peace and Serenity podcast, we will have fun, we will have conversation, and we will definitely have peace. There's 151 countries, y'all, but there's only one peace and serenity. If you don't have peace, get you some. You are tuned in to Peace and Serenity Podcast, whether it's the start of your day, the middle of your day, or the end of your day. We are so glad you tuned in to recharge, refuel, and refocus while riding this peace party train. It's the hottest new show, y'all. Let's go! Hey, 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 welcome to the Peace and Serenity Radio Podcast. I am your host, Serena Linnell, and I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. If you are new to the show, let me be the first to say welcome. Welcome to the Peace Party with the Peace Squad. This is the place where it's all about finding, creating, maintaining, and protecting your peace. If you are an overcomer and would like to be a guest on the show to share your story and encourage others, or maybe you're a growing business and would like to market your business by becoming a sponsor of a show or a show segment, or maybe you want to become a monthly partner and show your support, either way, please contact us by sending an email to peaceandserenity at gmail.com for more information. All right, y'all, the peace party is getting ready to get started. Our guest today is a dope dad, husband, and friend. With a background in finance, he is one who enjoys spending time with his family, making memories and photographing them, and creating content for social media. He is most passionate about family and health as he is the creator and founder of Dope Black Dads and My Bro Ain't Heavy. He hopes to continue encouraging and inspiring dads all over the world, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the Peace and Serenity Virtual Studio, Mr. Terry Harden II. Woo! Hey. <laughs> First of all, let me just tell you, that introduction was raw. I mean, ah! you made me feel like I was coming to the stage. So I'm already hyped and ready to go. So the energy is on 10 on this show already <laughs> when we got started. So I'm feeling feeling at home, Serena. I appreciate you. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. It's all love, bro. It's all love. I feel it. I feel it. I felt it the moment you started talking, so I'm ready. 
<laughs> man so i mean what's good you know um it's november and um we are about what two years in just about on this pandemic oh it's crazy crazy, crazy. Right? I, i'm really i can't believe that it's been almost two years um coming up on march it'll be two years i remember uh was that right actually right after i had a weight loss surgery in march of 2020 um, so it was right at that time. I went to the hospital. The moment I came out that week, my kids started coming out from school. They closed down all the jobs and everything. And my surgery was Friday the 13th. So from that moment on, the whole world changed. And we had no idea it was getting ready to be almost two years now. So, yeah, a lot has changed since a <laughs> two lot years has changed. Ago. You're right. The whole world has changed. Like, I mean, it's it's been crazy. It's been crazy. And, and you said it. Um, you know, your kids started coming home. Things started shutting down. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, how did you guys handle it? Like, how did y'all handle the whole so, Let thing? me tell you this. I'll tell you this. We, we tried to handle it as best as we could. Um, but I would tell you, personally, I am a, well, at least I was an extrovert, which meaning, like, I love being around people. Like, it just, it bothered me that I was, like, trapped in the house. with, And I love my wife and kids. Don't get it wrong. But I was trapped. I felt like Again, the first few weeks and stuff, it was different. It was tough. But as you, as time started going on, you're like, I need to be around people. And I was, I struggled with that personally. Um, and you talked about it briefly when you intro me um, about how I share stuff on social media. The moment the world changed and I couldn't go outside to the outside world, I started expanding more and having more fun on social media because it gave me that social interaction that I felt like I was missing in real life. Um, with my family. So again, I, I love them to death. We have fun, but I'm an extrovert. Yeah. I love I love talking to people. Uh, you mentioned I'm, a, I'm in the financial world. Uh, I'm in management. So I manage people face-to-face -face on a day-to-day -day basis. So I had to adjust from that in real life, in person, yeah. to trying to now work from home, but also be a parent, be a husband, be a teacher, um, the whole nine. And, and it just it got thrown on us, right? We weren't prepared yeah. for it. Um, as parents, we weren't prepared to be around our spouses that much, right? Let's just be honest. Love my yeah. wife to death, but we had not had all day, every day together right. in quite some time, right. too. So everything had changed. You went from one life to completely, at a snap of a finger, your whole life had changed. So it was. Oh, it took some changed. adjusting to, to get used to. Um, and I would tell you, there's still some growing things, right? Um, mm -hmm. But I've, I've gotten used to it. I think my family has gotten used to it. I was excited for the kids to go back to school because that took a stress <laughs> off for my wife and I. Right. I think we all, we, well, all yeah, you know, I mean, you we all were. I mean, you don't realize how much you appreciate and value teachers. I'd say any teacher listening today, not to say I didn't appreciate you before, but once the pandemic hit, I said, oh, you can have my little bag kids. Take them back. <laughs> and and now when they tell me about my kids, I'm like, you right. You right. Because I'll be seeing the same thing at home now. So it's like we can't even argue because we know our kids because we've gotten a chance to know our kids even more being with them 24-7. So Exactly. That was a lot, but I would tell you, just no, our whole I mean, world changed. It did. It did. It did. I mean, and you touched on um, a couple of things there as far as, you know, us having to um, basically wear mini hats, right? Oh, so, absolutely. you know, we, we had to become teachers, uh, you know, counselors even, you know, <laughs> these conflict resolution managers, right? Yeah. Um, we do it when we're at home and, and the kids come home from school, but now it's, it's on a different level because now we're all enclosed together 
all day. We don't get breaks from each other. Nope. So we just there's no shut off. Out. Your point is is nonstop, right? We we cannot turn it off. I mean, I would go from work managing people, sometimes dealing with you know complaints and people. You know, I don't want to say whining, but you deal with all of that. And then the clock ends, and now you got a family. Now you got kids to attend to, or a spouse to be able to talk to and figure stuff out. So I mean, literally, it was just nonstop, many yeah. different hats trying to figure it out. Um, and like I said, the, the schooling thing for for my kids, it was different because I had younger children. So I have an eight year old, a six year old, and a three year old. So they sent home laptops. But you have to think, I have a, at the time she was seven and five. They didn't know how to work a laptop. They know how to work tablets, right? They can swipe okay. up and down for right. for the tablet. Right. Stuff. But to be able to type and spell words on laptops, they weren't familiar with that. So we had to, in the middle of our workday, stop to help them with, you know, you got to type in this, you got to go there, you got to do this. So literally juggling a million things. I mean, I was going stir crazy at one point. I'm like, I got to find a hobby. I got to figure out what it was. And it became yes. social media. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, and then, you know, in a, in a regular you know, work day, some of us, we have our alone time, like in the car, but there was nowhere to, you know, there was nowhere to go. We didn't have that like alone time anymore. So we had to just kind of figure it out. My room. You want to know it's funny. I didn't realize that I needed that time. And and one day I'm like, literally, I'm like, I don't want to snap with my family. I got to disappear. So as you see, I'm in my man cave right now, (laughs) but my man cave became my space, my place Mm -hmm. of peace. Um, my place where there wasn't toys all over the place that I had to see all throughout the day. Like this was my one place where I could come, I could relax, I could unwind, and I didn't have to think about nothing else. But again, it used to be to work, from work, and it became my my time here. So mm-hmm. my wife would know, wow. I'm going to the man cave, give me about 30 minutes, I just need to go decompress <laughs> for a minute. Wow, wow. Now, is there anything um, you did specifically to help your children kind of get through this time? Um, I would say the best thing for me was spending time. I've, I've always been big on just being an active parent. And I had to realize as children, they didn't choose this, right? So although we were struggling as parents, I really couldn't imagine going through it as a kid, right? And then again, I have younger children. So for me, throughout the day, I'm like, hey, you go do this, you go do that. And I had to make sure when I got off of work, I made time for them. And me and my wife, we, we had talked about making sure that we spent time with them and it was family game nights. It was, we did your homework, but we made time for them. Um, we're big on communicating with our kids, even though they're younger, having conversations because here goes another thing. I was starting to see a lot of older kids and I'm not sure if you saw it, committing suicide. I mean, mental health is such mm-hmm. a, an important thing. And I'm like, That's you have right. to talk to these kids. They're going through something they've never been through before. Um, and, and and that's difficult, right? So we had conversations with our kids all the time. How are you feeling? Like, are you okay? Like, and, and we'll let them talk back and have an opinion and have a voice. So I think for us, even though our kids are young, I don't want to say we don't talk to them as kids because they are kids and we, you know, kids stay in kids' places, but we gave them an opportunity. We do weekly meetings every Sunday where we do family meetings. Um, mm-hmm. We would allow them in. I would say, what made you mad throughout this week? What did daddy do? What did mommy do that made you mad? Yeah. Okay. What then after they said that we would explain, okay, this is why we did that action. This is why we did it. Okay. Then what's mm-hmm. something we did good? What's something you like? So then we learned our kids, but gave them a voice to be able to share their frustrations, their worries, their concerns, and talk to them about that. So I think yeah. to me, I think that really helped. You created a safe space for them. Um, and you're teaching them how to openly communicate how they're feeling and not box it in, not yep. You know, not cover it up. 
But by creating that safe space at home with their parents, it makes it easier for them to communicate their feelings outside of home. Absolutely. Um, I commend you guys for that. That's huge. That is so huge. That's amazing. Um, And you're right. Um, I say it all the time. I, I, I can't wait until the children now become adults and we're sitting and listening to their recollection of this time. Oh man. How they felt, what they went through. Um, Because, you know, honestly, children have feelings too. We all have feelings, you know, Um, they went from seeing their friends every day, being able to play and learn and all of that. And now, you know, having to be stuck in the house, not even able to see their friends, right? Um, Snacking us to death. Can I get a snack? Can I get a snack? Can I get a snack? I mean, I tell you what, I don't know how many snacks we're going to give out, but I'm like, y'all ain't about to snack me out of the house at home. (laughs) I'm like, y'all don't snack that much at school. Just um, snacking away. You're right. And that's that was us too. I'm like, okay, we gotta be on a schedule. What time do y'all normally have lunch? Because that's yep. when y'all go have lunch. What time do you normally have your one snack throughout the day? Yeah. That's when you we start doing that. I'm like, you get you can get your little fun snack, but then we I'm like, you can have that, and then you start asking for two or three snacks. It's gonna be a banana, it's gonna be the fruit, it's gonna be yep. some apple. So yep. I mean, exactly. my, everything ain't gonna be your little you know, run quick muffins and everything food. else you want. That's right. junk food. So we started really making sure we put the right things in the house. And that was mm-hmm. me with my health journey. And and I I didn't want to force my journey on them, but once I, I knew, kind of like, you know better, you do better. Once exactly. I learned about nutrition and stuff like that, I'm like, my kids got to change some ways, right? Because yeah. if not, I'm setting them up for failure. Exactly. So I started you putting some of the right them. foods in the house and they probably didn't love them. I mean, when I'm telling you, I chicken and apples and, you know, fruits and vegetables, them to death. But at the same time, it was like, I want y'all to at least, I want y'all to know what these options are. I want like, yeah. Like my son, he was eating right up. My my youngest daughter, she was eating salad and stuff with me. My eight-year-old, she was so far gone and, and all she wanted was the McDonald's and the bad snacks and stuff uh-huh. like that. So I had to almost like retrain her mind, but the other two were easy to be able to be like, okay, this is what we eating. Either you're eating this, or you're not eating nothing at all, right? Yeah. Um yeah. and and that was difficult because I don't even know if you remember going grocery shopping at the beginning of the pandemic, it was mm-hmm. you gloved up, you you know. Right, right. You, you had all the equipment, right? All the garage equipment. and everything like that. My wife was right. sawing down everything oh before it came in the house. Yes. So <laughs> wiping it down with the Clorox wipes. Oh man, like, that was oh. us. Like, like you couldn't touch it, or you something when you gonna turn into an alien. Like we just we didn't know. <laughs> oh, my yes. oh my gosh. Okay, so the pandemic. I mean, you know, a lot of people um, made a lot of major changes right a lot of people our mindsets even yes um, have changed a lot of us have made major transformations um and um you've made some changes absolutely you've made, you've made some great some great changes and um, why don't you tell us about that you um, you touched on it briefly you had um you had surgery it was weight loss surgery yep. in 2020 um what was that one um event one episode one situation i'll try to summarize it for you it can be lengthy but i'll tell you what it was it was november of 2019 um and i'll kind of fast forward it for time but i i had a moment where i said i want to go to the doctor i knew i had gotten bigger um previously there was a friend of mine that was a true friend of mine and he had looked over to me and he said the words i don't want to see you die and that it was powerful to me because i'm like i didn't see myself dying right i mean i knew i was big 
I didn't relate my weight to being like death. And I knew when he said it, it came from a good place. I've had a lot of friends, but none of them had been a friend enough to say like, look, you're killing yourself with food, right? So what he said was, I want to help you. So not only did he say that, he said, I want to commit to working out with you. He said, that's a friend. That's a friend, right? He said, I go to the gym every morning on my own. You can either come with me. If not, we work together at the time. Either I'll come on my lunch breaks with you. So we started doing lunch breaks, started working out together. I did that. And then I was like, you know what? I knew I needed to change my life, but I had to schedule a doctor's appointment because I've been pushing that off for years. So I was like, let me schedule a doctor's appointment. I got on the scale. It said 430 pounds. I about wanted to cry. I knew I was big, but I didn't realize I had got that big. Like, I mean, I had seen 300 and I had seen 400 before, but I thought I was away from it. I didn't realize I got there and I stepped on the scale and it said 430 pounds. And I said, I had started watching, believe it or not, I had started watching my 600 pound life. And I said, I'm not far off from where they are. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm basically killing myself. And I said, I got a wife and I got three kids. I got a reason to live for it. So my mm -hmm. why became bigger than my, my, my hunger, my need to eat and everything else. Mm -hmm. And I said, I got to change my life. So I went to the doctor. I started talking about options. And I'm just going to tell you how God works, not to get too deep into it. But I had a, my, my children's caretaker at the time. Her husband had dropped a lot of weight. And I'm like, what did he do, right? I had seen him. He had started losing weight. So I asked him one day. And he was like, man, I ended up having BSG. And I'm like, what is that? I had yeah. never heard of it. Um, and as soon as he said weight loss surgery, I was like, mm. the ignorance in me, I just, I'm not going to lie to you. My first thing was like, that's cheating. You, I mean, what they, I guess in my mind, I didn't know too much about it. I thought they just went in and sucked the weight out of you and mm -hmm. boom, you're skinny. I didn't realize there was a whole process and you got to go six months and, 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 you know, learn everything. So I said, mm -hmm. you know what? It's not for me. But then I was like, let me look into it. I started reading. I came home. I Google everything. I started Googling it. And once I saw what it was, I'm like, let me schedule a consultation. I scheduled a consultation literally almost weeks later. And I started going through a weight management program. I will tell you the knowledge gained from that weight management program was more to me than the surgery or anything else. The reason I say that is I, um, for 30 plus years, had no idea what nutrition was. They taught me nutrition. So I met with a nutritionist on a one-on-one -on -one basis and my insurance required six months of me going to a nutritionist losing weight doing monthly check-ins and what they do is you talk to a psychiatrist where they, they mentally you know what are you doing on a day-to-day -day? what where does your hunger come from is it stress mm -hmm. eating is it snack eating so they uncover so many things that i didn't know even existed um so we did that for some time in that six months i dropped 80 pounds pre-surgery and that was just me learning about nutrition, reading the back of labels that I had never looked at, yes, never understood yes. carbs, sugars. And, and, and I, I would take away from my education in school. And I'm sure I learned it, but it never meant nothing to me. I never understood it until meeting with the weight management program. And they taught me that. So what BSG is, and I'll, I'll briefly summarize it for anybody that's listening, what they do is they go in through your stomach and all they do is they shrink your stomach size. So they basically cut out about 80% of your stomach mm -hmm. and they remove it. What that means is you can't eat as much no more. So it's not that they take out your weight. They don't suck it out. It's over time. But where I may have been able to eat 15 to 20 wings in a setting, now I eat four chicken wings and I'm full. And so, yeah. and, and here goes the thing. It's an organ. So you can stretch it back. I had a lady tell me when I first got it done, who had it done, and she gained the weight back. She said, make sure you save all your old clothes because you'll probably go back. And I'm like, what kind of encouragement is that, right? Oh but goodness. people do. It is very common where people will gain their weight back. So it's one type of things that 
you have to change your lifestyle. So again, yeah. it was knowledge gained of that procedure that I had never knew. Um, so once I learned, I'm like, that's it. I went through with it Friday the 13th. Um, it's tattooed on me now as is memory yeah. because it, that day yeah. is important to me. Um, I got the 430 pounds tattoo because that's important to know where I came from. I never forget it. Right. Um, right. But I had a, wow. I had a wife and that was to be wow. around for my family. So since then, I'm almost down, almost 200 pounds now in total. Um, but it's, need it's to been game changing. If y'all could see him, y'all need to see him, y'all. Okay, this was a major transformation. Did y'all hear what the man said? He said his wife is living for his family. He knew that he had to live. Like, that's what live. it comes down to. You got to live. God has given us this life. Absolutely. For us to live, y'all. Oh, my goodness. So, you've been journaling the transition on social media, and you've been yes, entering the world with your signature dance move called <laughs> Hey, hey. Don't give me Y'all, oh my God. I, I thought I had a smooth shimmy before, but when you take off 200 pounds, that shimmy get a lot smoother. So I'll be having fun with it. I'll legit have fun with it. So. What is your favorite shimmy song? Oh, man. So you know I'm going to say Wipe Me Down. Wipe Me <laughs> Down is like the official Kappa, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't remember Kappa off the side. I don't know if we said that, but that is like our official. The, the funny part is a lot of these people don't even realize that the shimmy that I do is part of Kappa Alpha Psi. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I will give credit. That's that's my fraternity dance. And uh, I, I was crossing fall of 2007. So when the sh people first started doing the shimmy, I'm like, I don't do the shimmy because I was I grew up in the bow. We, we threw bows and stuff like that. Yeah. But somehow yeah. I gave in, I did it. And um, it, it's been a wrap since then. I had to, uh, I yes. the video go viral on TikTok at over a million views right now. Uh, yes. A lot of the Greek start, sites started posting that. Um, a lot of the following came from that through watching my journey and stuff like that too. So I just, I have fun with it. I'm now having my son, he, he joining me in some of the videos and he's doing it with his mm -hmm. dad. Um, but we just like to have fun. And I hope if nothing else on my social media, my goal is to showcase two things. It's, it's family and fatherhood. Um, and then also weight loss and just showing you that it's possible, right? So many yeah. times we, we get caught up in like, I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to start next month. I'm going to start. So I'm hoping that by me sharing my transformation and sharing my pictures, it's helping people. Um, and almost every other day I'm getting to these points where I'm like, maybe I'm going to stop. I'm posting too much. I shouldn't do it. But then I get a message from a stranger that says, thank you so much for sharing your journey. Right. I'm getting ready to go through the journey. Your journey has right. inspired me. I was looking you know, through your pictures. You never and, know. And that's daily. So daily I'm getting messages. I've been contacted by people in the UK, different countries yeah. that are now like reaching out, and it's like, you who would have know. ever thought my journey right. would impact? Um, so that's the reason I keep people keep across the world, right? Yep. All over yep. the world. That's amazing, y'all. And you talked keep... about God briefly, but I, I would tell you, my relationship with God grew a lot stronger during going through my weight loss journey. I mean, I was praying because yes, yeah, when you change your life, it eating eating is an addiction. So whether we address it as that or not, eating can be an addiction for a lot of people. And I replaced a lot of that with prayer. So mm -hmm. um, I, I got real close to God. I prayed a lot. And I feel like this was my purpose to be able to share my journey and hopefully inspire people. Absolutely. And you know, it's, it's inspiring people. It's inspiring me. Like, I mean, I appreciate I that for sure. are listening. Listen, um, for those of you who are on the verge of making the biggest decision of your life um, to better yourself, do it. Do Absolutely. it. Take the leap and do it, y'all. Um, do it for you. So do it for you yeah, and find your why. So once time. you 
Yep. Once you find your why, use that as your motivation to push you through. Um, but you you got to do it for yourself. Um, even when I first started, my wife, she was not on board with with her doing it, but she's mm-hmm. eventually came around. And I just shared with you, she's at the gym now. Um, but it had to be on her time. And, and I never forced mm-hmm. anything on her. I made my changes and I supported her. Um, but you have to do it on your time. So to anybody Absolutely. listening, figure out what's important to you, why it's important to you, and use that as your motivation to keep pushing through. Yes. Now, I like to tell people to think of the little things that they're grateful for and focus on those things when they start feeling down, um, they start feeling that depression coming on, they, you know, they feel lonely. Um, what is one thing um, really quickly that you are thankful for in this season? I'm thankful for the support. Um, I would tell you, I have my why and my family, but I couldn't do it without, I just shared with you the messages that people send me on the day to day. I'm fortunate enough to where I've had a lot of family support and nobody judged my journey, how I did it, why I did it. I've had support nonstop. I know people deal with negative comments. I have not. I'm fortunate enough to where I have not dealt with that, thank God. Um, but I, I would tell you, it's support, it's community, it's uplifting yeah. each other. And I have not only a weight loss community, but a fatherhood community that both I feel uplifts me on a day to day and keeps me going. So I'm thankful for awesome. every connection I've made through social media, um, through real life that has just, you know, stopped to share a positive message with me. Those are the things that keep me going. And I'm grateful. That's awesome. Grateful for the support, y'all. Support means it means a lot to so many people. So if you, you know, if you come across anybody um, who you can support y'all support it means it means it does the world to it means so the world people. man terry thank you so much for joining me today um, Absolutely. how can the listeners of peace and serenity radio podcast support your endeavors and how can they find you so you can find me on um, instagram at just the dope dad um also manage a, a site called dope black dads llc that is simply just me posting motivational quotes every morning to put something positive in your mind. Um, while it's called Dope Black Dads, I'll tell you, I got a big support from women as well. Um, and the, the quotes that I post can be for everybody. So it's literally just something to put in your mind to start your day. Um, I also have My Bro Ain't Heavy. I run that with a, a weight loss brother I met that became a real good friend of mine. His name is Lee Believe the Hype Kid. Um, and that's called My Brewing Heavy. We share weight loss transformations of men because there's not a lot of men that talk about their journey. So that's right. not to take away from women, but we couldn't find that's men when right. we joined our journey. So we created that space for us men. Yeah. Um, so that's called My Bro Ain't Heavy on Instagram. And then on um, TikTok, where I'm TikToking and dancing and shimmying, you can find me at Hanging with the Hardings. Um, it started off as a family page, but somehow I done took over, but Hanging with the Hardings on um, TikTok. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Peace squad. This has been the Peace and Serenity radio podcast. I am your host, Serena Linnell. We've been chatting with Mr. Terry Harden II. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you don't have peace, get you some. Hey. (laughs) I want to thank my special guest and I want to thank you, the Peace Squad, for tuning in today. I am your host, Serena Linnell, and I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. If you don't have peace, Get you some. I'm out. Peace. Hey, it's Serena Linnell from the Peace and Serenity podcast. And you know I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. You can catch me in the Peace and Serenity Lounge right here on Mix Talk Radio every Thursday. Feel free to advertise your business with me and get your business in front of thousands of listeners. And don't forget to download the Mix Talk Radio app so you can take us wherever you go.
Hey, Peace Squad, before we get out of here today, I want to make sure I share with you different ways you can support the mission of peace and serenity as we aim to spread peace all over the world. You can donate to the show. You can donate to the Random Act of Kindness Initiative. You can donate to our Pink Christmas Campaign. You can do all of this directly on our website at peaceandserenity.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Peace and Serenity podcast. I am your host, Serena Linnell, and you know I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. That's all I want for y'all. I just want you to have a little peace. I love y'all. I'm out.